Praise the Lord. Do you feel like you got through to the throne room tonight? If you do, give the Lord some praise. Give him some praise. You know, sometimes we feel burdened with things and we don't know. I was uh, woke up. I don't remember which day it was. I don't remember now the days are running together. But the Lord woke me up for a friend of mine. And it just seemed so real. Don't know that anything was wrong. I just felt burdened and felt that my friend was burdened. And I prayed. I couldn't get shun of it. It was about, I don't know, 3.30, 4.45 one morning. And I just couldn't get rid of it. I didn't know what it was, but I knew, well, I need to be praying. I don't need to know why. All I need to do is pray, you know, because like if I know something, I can fix it. I No. I just need to pray. And uh, sometimes that happens, and we need to follow the Lord on that. And it's a blessing. I had strength the rest of the day. I had short sleep and and had Dan and Gwen here, and we were able to get out and, and continue to do what, what we had planned, what God had laid on our heart to do, and he will strengthen us in these times. And sometimes it takes something to get into the throne room where God is. Because you know the devil don't want you getting there, right? He don't want you getting there. He don't want you getting to a place where there's going to be a difference happening. And so we have to press on. And sometimes you just got to get down to business. You ever got down to business in prayer? I've got down to business in prayer about six months into pastoring. I really got down to some business in prayer. It was cold in here one night, and I was laying right here and saying, I was begging God, show me. Show me what you want. And I already know when you show me, and we do, and we follow, and we do what you want, I already know that it ain't going to feel too good. It ain't going to go good. But, Lord, now I'm asking you to give me strength. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, this is what you're to do. You go with it, and you hold on to me. He didn't say it would be over in an hour or a week or a day or a year. He said, you hold on to me. We're facing things in our lives tonight, and we need to hold on to him, but we need to be rest assured that he will bless us. Amen? Blessings. Do we know what they are? I did a little survey this evening. I didn't know I was going to, and it kind of hit me. When I was here for the baby shower, the gifts that Bobby and Ashley got, but they, they told me that they didn't get anything. It was for the baby. So they didn't get any gifts. You guys are just carriers. And so I asked the question, and I'm going to ask you the question. I want you to shout out your answers. There is no wrong answer, okay? Can we get that straight first? We may be a little off in it, but... What we know, it's good for us to know something before so we can minister to it. Does that make sense? If you see something differently, and it's good to be taught or be able to be brought along, right? If you thought 2 plus 2 was 3, then you need to be taught, okay, this is how we go. So I want you to shout out if you want to. When God says that he will bless you, what does that mean? Now, we get to go home a lot sooner the quicker you talk. Say it again. Help. Okay, let me write that one down. Help. I don't have a pen up here. Anybody else? Some of you done give me some, so say what you said. 
Help. Leading. Okay, what else? Provision. I like that. So that's blessing. Church family, that's a blessing. Desires. I'm going to help you with that. He says in the Bible that he'll give you the desires of your heart. Doesn't mean the stuff you want. The desires he puts in there is what you, he'll give you. You got to drive to do something, and nobody else says that. Everybody looks at you like you're a nut. Well, God put it there. He's got a reason for it. They can't do it. He he wants you to do it. You got a desire to do music like you do, okay? I got a desire to preach, and I want to see everybody in Huddleston and Alta Vista and Lynchburg and everybody we can reach to get saved. I really want to see that, and I believe it can happen. I don't know that everybody will. I know man has a free will, but I do believe that God can make a difference in our community, inside of our church. If we get a hold of that and we pursue after that, then we get to start seeing some things changing. I'm sick and tired of listening to all the whining and complaining about what's going on. Let's do something about it. Let's tell them about Jesus. And that's when things change. I changed whenever I met Jesus. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? You ain't the same dude you was years ago. Same lady you was years ago. So some of the people that I talk to and some of the ideals and answers that we got is, is blessing means the peace, peace of God. And I like that. He's going to give us peace. He's going to give us love. Not only does he love us, but if we got his love, then we can give his love. If you can't love somebody else, friends, you've never received his love. You can't give something you don't have. Hello. Yes, he gives us love. His favor, God's favor on us. Anybody know what that's about? You got food in your belly. You got roofs over our heads. Most of us do. We are facing some things, but the provision that he's already made for us is a part of that blessing. One of the other things that was given, and I love this, is joy. And you know where we're going here in, a, in, a, in that start probably next week? We're going to start talking about the fruit of the Spirit. I don't know how y'all feel about series and things, but I've got that on my heart. We're going to go through the fruit of the Spirit, and joy is one of those things. Now, is everybody sitting here with joy in your heart tonight? Let's be honest, folks, because... Straight talk is where we find deliverance from. The only game we're playing really is with ourselves whenever we can't talk straight. Am I right on that? You tell me you're happy, I'll go home and watch a ball game. You tell me you're not happy, you don't have joy, and we stay here, we get you through it. Does that make sense? Yes. You're full of glory. So if you don't have joy tonight, why leave here until you get it? Because he wants you to have it. Well, I've been a Christian for a long time, and y'all just won't understand. Try us and see. We actually might really have the spirit of Jesus in us and be able to help you with that. Amen? That's straight talk, folks. I don't know how to do it any other way. 
So joy, these are things. So I want to read some scriptures tonight. We're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. <clears throat> it won't be long, I hope. I ain't got to preaching like a month, so I've got enough in here to go probably for about 10. But we won't, Lord's willing. We're going to start out in verse 3. I think I can see that okay, George. Yeah. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Do you realize and know that blessing, this is God giving us blessing, these things we've already talked about, the joy, the peace, the favor, the help, the leading, the provision, our families, our desires, all of these things that you said I think really does go along with it, so you give you a check mark for that one. But he says that blessed you'll be in the city and blessed in the country. Now what in the world does that mean? We like to go to the places that we want to go because we think it's where God dwells. You see, we think that location has something to do with it. This is not a real estate class. Location, location, location doesn't mean anything with God. He's everywhere. He's here in Huddleston. He's down in North Carolina. He's out there in California with Charlie and them. And there's some people sleeping on the other side of the world tonight. And he's there too. You can find him if you want to find him. And the blessing will happen regardless of if you're in the city or if you're in the country. That really fits to us today, don't it? I have a preference. I like the country. I've lived in the city. didn't like it so well. And if God says, Ken, you go back to D.C. and says, I want you to minister there, then I'll probably do a little fighting and scratching. But on the other hand, his will be done. Amen? Man, if we can't get past that, folks, if we, <laughs> sweetie's over here thinking, oh, no. <laughs> you go, I'll stay. You can just come back and see us when you can. <laughs> but you see what I'm talking about. Location ain't got nothing to do with it. What has to do with it is receiving the blessings that he has. There are people who are city people and they can't stand the country. They're in churches tonight worshiping God and people are getting healed. People are getting saved. The word's going out and it's happening in the city. It's happening in the country. Location doesn't matter. That's what he just told us, right? Now, location of your heart, very good. I like that. I like the feedback. I love this. Let's go to the next one, George. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Let's stop right there. What is the fruit of your body? Your youngins. Blessed. Oh, thank you for putting it on that screen, buddy. That was a little hard to make out. Appreciate it. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, your babies. That's a promise from God. We've had our kids in church. You guys got your kids in church, and sometimes you want to kill them. But you love them. You love them. <laughs> oh, we got to get Jesus back in the middle of this family now. Come on. You love your babies, but they're here. Why? Because you want them to know who Jesus is. You want them to know the blessings of God and to receive that. 
if they stumble and go away, if something happens, you start praying hard for them because you know they need Jesus. And he said, I'm going to bless them. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds. We raise stuff. We raise food. Our nation is doing pretty well when it comes to raising stuff and exporting. Anybody here going hungry? No. You hungry, sweetheart? We need to get you some cake then because they had cake, and I saw it. Bobby has it in his truck. Our jobs, how we provide for ourselves. Isn't that a blessing from God? Maybe you've worked and got a retirement. That's a blessing. You worked for it, you went toward it, and God helped you to get there. You have that. We live in a nation tonight that when you hit a certain age, and that's what we voted on. Are those Social Security people in here? You're on Social Security? Yeah? Yeah? And that's a blessing. God promised that. There's nothing wrong with that. He promised that. There are people in this world tonight who are having to scrounge for every bite they got. It doesn't matter how feeble they are or how old they are or how young they are. And God says, I'm going to give you this blessing. I'm going to bless this. The increase of your cattle and your offspring of your flocks. All that has to do with the things that he provides for us to make a living. That's one way, a good way of putting it. And if he's been providing that, then you need to give him praise right now where you're at. Give him praise because he's keeping the promise. He's keeping the promise. Let's go to the next one, George. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. This kind of goes with what we just said. We all have some food in our houses. We're able to share food. I love it when we get together. And I think we should be up here every afternoon having some kind of get-together with food. Because <laughs> it puts us at the table. And you know what? We might be at odds at one another. You get hungry enough, you're going to sit down with your enemy and eat. But God says, I'm going to bless that. We were able to feed Dan and Gwen this week, and they just loved it to be pampered. Because they've been working. They've been going around and hitting places. And I said, you know... God's laid on my heart for you guys to rest. It's not because I'm lazy and don't want to do. He's laid on my heart. You need to rest. Now, what do you want to do? We want to pamper you. And so we fed them. We took them fishing. You don't realize Dan's been in Paraguay for 20-some years, and he hasn't got to fish. Do you realize that? What a did Oh. I got a video. I want to show you. I had my GoPro on my head and hit it. And to see that man, he was like a kid on Christmas morning getting that red bicycle. Caught a couple of fish is all he caught, but he was so happy. His wife was so happy. That's what God wanted us to give him. We were able to provide food because of what you all do. You see how all this thing ties together? And God does it. And that's the blessing. It's blessed to give. It's blessed to receive. Wherever God's got you at. So he says, your basket and your kneading bowl, wherever the food's happening at. My garden didn't do that great this year. But I'm going to tell you what, we enjoyed some cantaloupes this week. And it was good. Let's go to the next one, brother. Blessed shall you be when you come in 
And blessed shall you be when you go out. Doesn't matter where you're going, where you're coming from, God's with you and he's going to put blessing there. You're on a route now or a road now, you're not caring for, God's going to bless you there. He's saying, you know what, you can come in, you can go out and I'm going to be there with you. I'm at the door, I'm the doorman. And I'm the cab driver. And I'm sitting right here when you're driving and you fall asleep or this is happening or this slow person got in front of you and I'm protecting you from that guy that's getting ready to pull out down there that's drinking and you're, and you're going to die if I don't do that. I'm going to bless you coming and going. You see, that's what he's saying and that's promises from him. I want to bless you. When we're praying tonight, he's blessing us when we come here. It was a blessing to come in. We've been singing. We've been praying. When we go home, I pray there's something that sits in your spirit and it's going, you're going to be blessed. You're going, you're going to chew on it. You're going to chew on something that gets said, and it's just going to keep blessing you. You know what I'm talking about? Eat a good piece of meat or eat something, and you just can still taste it. That's what he says. I'm going to bless you. Let's go on. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. Anybody got any enemies tonight? Uh, this world don't like you, by the way. Can I tell you that? So next time we want to start biting on one another, just remember there's a world out there that hates both of you. <laughs> and they want to see you go down. Greg Gloria, Baptist pastor, Calvary Baptist, has had this thing out with holding his Bible on a billboard in California. They made him take it down. He's got this thing going on on Twitter saying, you know what, if you stand with Jesus, just take a picture of you and share it on this site so we can let the world know we're standing with Jesus. I might have to take it off of a billboard, but I'm going to stand with Jesus. And you know what? You know what God's going to do? Look at the promise that he says. They're going to be defeated before your face. Not that we want that. We want them to get saved. We want them to have a changed life. But he's saying, I'm going to defeat them before your face. Let's keep reading. And they shall come out against you. Now go back. And they should come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. They're going to come out and they're going to be against you, but I'm going to come against them and they ain't going to know which way to go. They won't even stay together. The enemies won't even stay together when they come against God's people. They just get away. They have to flee from God, so therefore we need to hold on to him even stronger because he's promised these enemies are going to be there. They're coming against you, and you just hold on to me. That's the blessing I'm going to give you. And you know what? That's why he says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay. He may actually be able to work it out. They get saved. They get changed. And if they don't, he's telling us this is what's going to happen. They're going to be so confused whenever they go away from you. They're not even going to know what they're doing. They're going to have seven different ways they're going to go because they can't stand together. You see, hatred is something that doesn't belong in man's heart. And hatred is something that is running rampant. The Bible says that you know, if you hate a man in your heart, you've already committed murder. Might as well go shoot him. Well, I can't do that. They'll throw me in jail and I won't be comfortable. What's hell going to be like? Anybody wondered about that? You see, he knows the thoughts and the intents of everyone's heart, but he says, your enemies, your enemies, oh, they're not going to stand. I'm going to destroy them in front of you. Oh, and when he does, we really need to be weeping for them. We need to be weeping for them. Let's go one more. 
about done. And the Lord will command the blessings on you in your storehouses and all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now he's obviously, he's been talking to Israel. Israel's had a rough time, haven't they? Look at Israel's history and watch happen. We don't need to repeat that. We do not need to repeat that because God's shown us, you know what? I will lift my hand of protection from you. I won't be giving you blessings. I won't be giving these things to you. And he gave us these people. These people, how they lived, was showing us. I don't want God to step away from Kim. Do you? Oh, I want him here with me. I want to receive the blessings he's given me. I want his favor. Most of all, I want to be carrying along that joy. No matter what, have joy. Oh, I can't wait to get started on this, what we're going to do, but it, it, how it all ties together. But let's back up. These are blessings. Something has to happen, though, for those blessings. Let's go back to verse 1 and verse 2, George. Now it should come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of his commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You want to know about his voice? When some preacher's up here reading from the word of God, that's God talking. When you're reading, that's God talking. When you're praying and he's telling you something, he's pointing you in, that's God talking. And he says he's going to overtake you. You can't, you can't make the blessings go away if we obey the voice of God. If we obey his word, we can't make the blessings go away. They will overtake you. Do you see that word? Do you see that picture? Can you imagine running away and saying, God, don't bless me no more. Bless me a little less. I don't want it. And he says, if you keep my word, these blessings are going to overtake you. I picture a wave, and you, were, you ever tried to run in the water? You're like in slow motion. You can't move fast. And the wave comes and just overtakes you. That's the Holy Ghost coming and overtaking you. That's God's blessings coming and overtaking you. Can you imagine having a mindset that God's been blessing you so much, you're like, just give me a break. I don't need no more. Oh, I need a break from you. I've been in the services, folks, whenever the Holy Ghost comes down and your body, when it's over, when you're going home, you're wore out. I've preached before whenever I get home. Sweetie can attest to this, and I know that it's God pushing and God doing. And when I get home, I'm just so drained. I can't take no more, God. Give me a break. But if you'll just hold on, hold on to him and do what he says, those blessings will overtake you. Can you? And we just read them. Our storehouses will be full. The boss is, he, he's a nut. He, you know, he, he needs saved. That's all right. You just hold on to Jesus. He's going to get you through it. Let your little light shine. That's what he's telling us. So what does it mean? That's the question you've got to answer for you when you read that. That blessing. I had one person tell me, and I thought this was really neat. Sometimes God's blessing you. And you're going through some trial, and it ain't fun. 
You see, we like exhortation. We really like that word. We like to be uplifted. But you can find people on TV, and that's all they're ever going to do. They're just going to bless you and uplift you, bless you and uplift you. Oh, glory to God. They put their hands on you and all this stuff going on. And sometimes it's like, what kind of act are you people doing? We need truth. We need truth to help us to grow. Sometimes God takes us in a place we don't like. Because let me tell you something. Brother Murphy, you've been a preacher for a long time. If you ain't careful, you can get off track. Can you give me an amen on that? Let them hear it. Amen. All of us can. That's what the devil wants to do. And sometimes we need a little correction from the Lord. I love that, that this person told me that. Sometimes it's not comfortable. But that's the love of our Heavenly Father. And you say, well, that seems like it's putting me down. But he's saying, no, at the end of the day, <laughs> if you press on and get through, there's the blessing. Amen. Dan's been in Paraguay for a long time, and he has fought a lot of battles. A lot of battles. But they're seeing some fruit. He shared them this morning. We're coming on, and we're supporting the work that they're doing. And they've been there for 20-some years. Can you imagine? Folks, let me tell you a little bit about Paraguay. It ain't nothing like here. You saw the houses. They don't have AC. It's hot. And when it's hot, it's hot. You don't escape it. When it's cold in the winter, it's cold. You don't escape it. They don't have stoves and things like that. They don't do that. They build fires and set by them overnight, but when they go to bed, you know, that bed's cold. Colder than Sweetie's feet sometimes. It's cold. But whenever these people are there, and they're there for 20-some years, looks like they're climbing a hill all the time. That's God putting something in your heart. You just don't give up. You hold on to this word. He promised a blessing, and I ain't letting go. And you just keep climbing. You just seem like everything's trying to put you down. You just keep on climbing. You just keep looking at Jesus, because if you keep your eye on Jesus, you're not going to be looking over here and there getting distracted. You're going to stay looking at Jesus. Why are we looking at him? He's promised blessing. I don't want, just want the blessing. I want to know that I've got something with God that he wants to bless me. I want to be able to have what Jesus had to lay hands on you that you receive healing if it be his will. Right now. Could it be that you went to the doctor so that it could be identified so that someday on down the road, maybe another week or two, you can say, well, I don't know what happened, but it ain't there no more. Amen. For his glory. Some things happen for his glory. This is a praying church. We have testimonies of how God has worked, don't we? Amen. Don't we? Yeah. All of us do. You know our story. I know y'all's story. We know that God can touch. Could it be that he led you here that you can receive the healing that he has for you? I believe it with all my heart, Linda. There's no power in kin, but the power comes from God Almighty through Jesus Christ and His Holy Ghost. And whenever He says healing is there, healing is there. Nobody's going to stop it. The devil can't stop it. Man can't stop it. They're going to try to stop it, but they don't get to stop it. We hold on to Jesus so these blessings can flow. 
We pray for our brother who lost his dear wife a few weeks back that he can have strength and God has given him strength. He's still showing up with us. He's still reading the word. He's still preaching the word. Why? Because he loves Jesus. Amen. So don't give up. These are promises. These promises apply to us today. They apply to us today. These are promises. I'm going to bless you. Just obey me. Follow me. Follow me, and I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to tell you what, there ain't none of you can bless me like Jesus can. So I'm going to hang on to him. How about that? And you get that up in your spirit, and you can just say, you know, next time somebody got a bad day, and they come off with all kinds of junk, you know, just throwing it out there. You say, well, God loves you, and I love you. I'm going to pray for you because the devil's under your skin, but he ain't getting under mine today because I'm going to hold on to Jesus. I'm going to walk with Jesus. I want to see the blessing. I want to see my people healed. I want to see my people provided for. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord your God. Let's just keep praying. Let's just keep hanging on to him. Let's keep digging into the word and getting a little bit smarter in the word. Letting some revelation come into us. Let's just keep digging. Because I'm going to tell you, there ain't a treasure. in Fort Knox don't have the treasure this has. Everybody know what Fort Knox is? That's where they keep all the gold bullion for the U.S. of A. And there's a lot of there's a lot of gold bullion there. I'm gonna tell you right now, it can't hold a light to what's sitting inside of here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Can't hold a light to it. So we're gonna close out in prayer tonight. If you got a need, I want to know. Do you got a need tonight? You want us to pray for you? This is prayer service. Come forward. And if you don't, don't think you got to, don't feel obligated, but you just let the Spirit of God lead you. And we'll close out that way. And if you don't, we're gonna close out. Head home and let God just bless us. Hold on to him. Let's stand our feet tonight. Hallelujah.